Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I Am Athlete Tonight. Welcome back to I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my guys, Omar Kelly and LaShawn Shady McCoy. And it looks like it's a three-man race in the MVP category in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes right now is the odds-on favorite at minus 140. He's taking over the top spot in the NFL uh, MVP award category. The Chiefs are right now are 9-2. and two. Jalen Hurts, second place at plus 400. He's got his Eagles to 10-1 and one on the season. Tua Tungvaloa is in third place on odds-on favorites to win at plus 550. Now, the Dolphins are 8-3. But Tua is 8-0 in games that he started and finished for the Dolphins. And and uh, meanwhile, you know, coming up the rear, Josh Allen, who was the odds-on favor at the beginning of the season, is now plus 1,400. Um, the Bills are 8-3. and three, And he's locked in a dead tie with Joe Burrow at plus 1,800 for fourth place as the uh, Bengals are 7-4. and four. Let me ask you, Omar Kelly, who do you believe ultimately wins this award? I said it. I said it earlier in the show. I think it's gonna. It's Jalen's Jalen Hurts's award to lose, um, and Patrick Mahomes will be graciously there waiting uh, to accept his award. I think Tua Tungvaloa is a dark horse in this. He's got to win these two games stretch that he's playing against the 49ers and he's playing against the Chargers. If he does that. I think he's going to probably become the favorite because everybody in everybody in the NFL is waiting for that moment where they can see. See, look, we told you two is not that good. <laughs> um, and, and this is the stretch that they've been waiting for. If he can silence his critics, he could possibly win this award. But to me, it's, it's Jalen Hurts' award to win. They got to stumble at the at the finish line. Maybe Dallas. Um, you know, I, I don't know what what the Eagles will have to do. But I, I think the Eagles probably have two losses in them. And if Jalen Hurts finishes the season with a 15-2 and two record, I think he's going to win the award. Yeah, before I bring you in, Shady, um, I've been saying this for a while. I thought it was travesty even going back four weeks ago for Jalen Hurts to be not at the top spot, right? He had the only undefeated team in the league before the commander's loss. And I think at the time, Vegas still had him as the fourth highest or third or fourth highest guy rated to win the MVP award, which I thought was a travesty. Like if we go back and look at the history, yes, he's not going to have as many passing yards for as Patrick Mahomes, but his touchdown passes included with his rushing ability and rushing touchdowns Eight almost rushing equate touchdowns. to to what Patrick Mahomes is doing yardage wise as far as throwing the football and touchdown passes. So if you're on a team and you're quarterbacking a team with the best record in the NFL to Omar's point, I think 
ultimately that's what it's going to take. That's what it took for Lamar Jackson. He had the, the best record in football that year when he won it in 2019. Then I think Jalen Hurts wins it. I think Patrick Mahomes, to your point, all right, Omar, he's just waiting for – not waiting, but if should Jalen Hurts slip up and lose two or three games, right? Or I think it's going to take at least three losses for him not to get it. They go 15-2. and two, I think it's hard-pressed not to get it, him not to get it. But who knows? What if the Chiefs go 15-2? and two? Then it's a whole other argument as well, right? Because we've seen what Patrick Mahomes has done this year without Tyreek Hill on that offense, right? They've still been able to put up a lot of points. They got a big game for Cincinnati this week, right? So we'll see what happens there now. Patrick Mahomes in a couple pivotal games, right? The Colts game, a bad interception. Um, the game versus the Bills, two bad interceptions. Even last week versus the Rams, essentially keeping them in the game, a couple bad interceptions in that game. Um, so, you know, we'll see if that hurts him in that category. Um, a lot of people saying Joe Burrow, depending on if he can, you know, run this yeah. gauntlet towards the end of this year. Again, we talked about the shady that that schedule. I just don't see them being unscathed. They snuck away right with now. one versus Tennessee Titans. They're hot um, right now. Patrick, lose. Patrick Patrick Mahomes is twenty six and zero in November and December. All right, so I'm begging on that this week. I think they lose this game this week. Essentially, which probably would knock Joe Burrow out of the MVP race. Josh Allen, I think, should be out of there, too. There's no way you can lead the NFL in turnovers and be in the MVP race. Like, that, to me, makes absolutely no sense. He has 14 turnovers this year. And I want to say, I think he has seven interceptions in the last five games. I don't think he should be in there. Honestly, he should probably just be uh, the, the three-man race that we talked about. Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, and Tua Tungabailoa. And if, say, Tua... And again, I don't think Miami's going undefeated. But just say he he's undefeated as a quarterback. Even with missing two games and a half a game, it's hard for us not to give it to him because you got to think. And this gauntlet, and this got. Well, I'm I'm gonna throw to you, Shady, in a second. And this gauntlet, you got to just look at it, Shady. In this gauntlet, right? He's gonna have to play the Jets, the Bills, on the road, right? Then he's gonna have to play the Chargers on the road, and he's got to play San Francisco. If he comes through that unscathed, Shady, you don't think he deserves a chance to, to potentially maybe win this MVP award? He got twenty. He got twenty five hundred yards and only nineteen touchdowns. But he missed two and a half games. They don't. The MVP don't worry. They don't worry about that when they giving that word out. <laughs> How many games you miss? This dude, Patrick Mahomes, got thirty five hundred yards and twenty nine touchdowns. Yeah, and they. I think Jalen. I think Jalen Hurts has like twenty six combined touchdowns. Yeah, they, he got twenty. Yeah, right, right. He does. So, yeah. like, stats matter. Wins matter and stats matter. Yeah. If I, if I, I mean, either pick, way, we're gonna find out a lot about Miami <laughs> the next couple of weeks. <laughs> I think Miami's good. I think they're a good team. Yeah. Right? I think they're a good team. I, I just think that they're on the road. They got some games to win. If they lose this game against the Niners, like I'm not gonna be like, oh man, they're trash. Nah, it's a hard yeah, game. That's a hard, you know? it's a hard game. <laughs> hard game you go to what, what if country, what man. if they so you gotta think the next three shady are this? San Fran, Chargers versus Herbert, and Bills. What if they go over in all three of those games? They won't change nothing for me. Mm. Yeah, I think they they're still a good teams. team, but that is a hard that's a gauntlet. Like that's a gauntlet, gauntlet. I mean, it's like and it's like it's like playing all them games at one time. That's hard. I, I remember them days. Like, damn. Yeah. You know, what I mean? we'll get and a I break. Got, at, like, we'll get a break at all yeah, before the playoffs. Because, huh? because <laughs> we go in the playoffs, right? It's changed. It's yeah. only one game. Because like them coaches, when real quick, when they put in game plans and all this, who's playing, who's injured, playing. They think about that. All right, damn. All right, so we do got these three dogs coming up. Oh, I got two, three tough teams, and we got two on the road. They talk yeah. about all that. Oh, and for playoffs, sure. It's one week at a time. Yeah. So I'm not overly – I think they're a good team. I see them. They're well-coached, smart coach. I think they can be a little better on defense. Yeah, Offensively, nice. man, like, 
They, they, yo. Well, I mean, speaking of that, because we were talking off camera about this, right? Mike McDaniel, what he's meant for Tua Tungvaloa. You you brought up a good point, Shady. Uh, I think Mike McDaniel was mic'd up on the sideline, and they were in a blowout game. He was just chopping it up with Tua. And it was crazy. Tua was candid, you know, in that conversation. And also the conversation he had in the production meetings before that game, saying, like, I think before the season, there would be times he would look in the mirror and say, am I actually a good quarterback? Like, he was second-guessing himself. The confidence was weighing on him. And Mike McDaniel put together a YouTube clip because you hear him talk about this on the sidelines. It's really dope if you guys haven't been able to see it. I'm sure it's on YouTube. He was saying that, you know, Tua had been looking up YouTube clips of Mike McDaniel. So what Mike McDaniel did, he's created a YouTube of all of Tua's highlights and gave it to him and showed him, like, dude, you're a really good quarterback. And that's just who Mike McDaniel was, man. I, I loved him in San Francisco. Now, he was on the offensive side of the ball, so we only a- interacted a few times because you know how it is, Shady. Like, like you might be cool with some of the defensive coaches, but you don't, like, see them all the time. You know what I'm saying? Just because mm-hmm. everything's so split up, except for when you're on the practice field. So, like, whenever I saw him, he was always a good dude. We used to chop it up. Real cool dude to talk to. Um, Brainiac, man, one of the smartest dudes I've, Smart. I've met. Brainiac, bro. So, um... It just shows you that how relationships with coaches and players matter, right? When you have a coach that truly believes in your skill set and believes that you're a good player, and not only just believes it, he shows you, right, Shady? Like, how many coaches would take their time to do that? Shady, like, that takes time to piece together somebody's highlights and be like, Come here, come to my office. No, I want to show it, you it, this. It takes an offensive assistant that that is going to do it. Yeah, and, but I'm just saying. Exactly. But how many coaches would even think about that. doing that? Uh, every coach needs to think about doing that. If they, uh, I, I think uh, Salah needs to do that with with uh, Zach Wilson. It, it, it's about building confidence and building relationships. And if you know, I say this all the time, dudes. If you don't have a quarterback, you don't have a chance. And you got to build up that quarterback. And I think that that's the mm. one thing I, I believe that Brian Flores was a good coach. Now, do I think he was bad with treating people horribly? Um, me, That's the system he come from. It, it, me included? Yes, he was a horrible people person, and that impacted Tua, and it impacted their relationship to the point where Tua's like, nah, I don't want to be a captain because that means I got to interact with that dude a little bit more. Like, when, you, when you're strategically making these decisions – um, about yourself and about your team because you don't want to be uh, around or involved with somebody, That that's a warning sign. So now, yes, it, exactly. You said it, it. It's the system that he comes from. This is not an era of players who can survive abuse. And Tua but is, is it, But this is my thing, too. Like, I, I, I'm glad that Mike McDaniel did that. But, Shady, we talk about this all the time. This is a professional league. Like, you got to go out there and put it on the line, right? They're paying you a lot of money to go out there and perform. And some guys got to stop being sensitive. So you got to, you got to, you got to strap it up and go ball out. Like at the end of the day, like they picked you in the first round. Aaron Rodgers got to stop. Aaron Rodgers got to stop being sensitive. But Aaron Rodgers has earned the right to be sensitive. I think this generation. I feel like we coddle a lot of these young players when they come out. We do. We do. And and I don't think, I think the cat's out the bag. It's going to change. It's it's not coming, coming back. I yeah. think this is this era of coaching hard doesn't exist, and I don't think it's just the NFL. I think it's the NBA as well. Oh, it's in co- it was it's it's different now because in college these kids are getting paid millions of dollars. So like you talk crazy to them, they just go up and leave in the transfer a- portal. Absolutely, they just going to end up in the transfer <laughs> portal. Go to the go to the the, the runner up for my services. It, it's I, I think that Mike McDaniel is the new era of what a coach has to be, and most and likely, un- unfortunately. 
you know, that that's probably going to set a high standard for all these other coaches because he's unique, he's quirky, he's cool. The man wears Yeezys. Like, I, you know, I, I, he, he, you know, he's relatable. He's into big, he's into fashion. He's every, he's every, every guy's, every guy wants to be coached by him. And he's showing you that it, as long as you can put the X's and O's with it, this stuff works. Like, whereas mm-hmm. you look at um it, it, in Detroit uh with, um who's Detroit coach again? um Former Campbell, tight Dan end. Campbell. Yeah, Dan, Dan Campbell, Campbell. Yeah. Yeah. All of that raw, raw, tough guy stuff. You know, I don't, I don't know. If uh, that they've works. been winning lately, though, Omar. They, they've been winning lately, but what would the end result? But no, be? he. But he does it a different way. But he, he you could tell he cares for his players, and his players are brought in. Like Shady, we had this conversation yesterday. Like the Lions will fight you to the end. Like they fighting you all four quarters, right? So they're still just talent deficient at a few spots right now. They get Jamison Williams back hopefully soon, and, and we'll see. That I thought that dude was a special receiver coming out of Alabama. Play this game, right? Well, they'll see. They're 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 not sure yet if he'll potentially play. I know he's running full speed, so I mean things could change in Detroit quite quite quickly. You know, depending on what what happens with them. I mean, they had a chance to win that Bills game. They gave an explosive uh, catch to to Diggs at the end of the game for that field goal, and who knows how that game would have turned out. You know, so uh, that's a team that, that's riding in the right you know right direction. I think again, I think there's like you know, there's many ways to coach. There's, there's totally different ways to coach. You just got to find out for one, you got to be authentic, right? I think that's what players understand the most. If you're truly authentic with who you are, they can relate to that. Right. I don't think you need to essentially, you know, hold anybody's hands or dog cuss them out, but I think you, you definitely need to to be authentic and be who you are. This is, I am athlete tonight. I'm your host, Lee J but with my guys, LaShawn Shady McCoy, and Omar Kelly, we were having a discussion about the MVP race. Shady, let me ask you this question. Why does it seem like the MVP race, uh, the MVP award is only a quarterback award? Quarterback Why can't player. guys like Justin Jefferson, even Saquon Barkley, who essentially, when you talk about valuable, right, what he means to the Giants, or a guy like Michael Parsons, why can't they really have an, you know, an opportunity and a legit chance to win this award? I don't know. It's always been like that, though. <laughs> like, has there ever been a wide receiver to win the award? I don't think so. Uh, ooh, that's a good question. I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. But there's been a few running backs, though. I said wide receivers. Yeah. Running backs, you got to go for 2,000-something yards. Like, you got to get yeah. with it. I mean, shoot, Justin might go for 2,000 this year. Oh, he's so nice. He's ridiculous, bro. That's why I said, like, it's crazy. I thought, like, I, honestly, I feel like he should be favored before Josh Allen and Joe Burrow. I agree. I agree. I don't know about the Josh part because Josh was – he needs a lot you, of – But you're a Josh fan. You play with the no, – I, I mean, no. Josh is a good quarterback, but he has turned the ball over ridic- at a ridiculously high level Turns this year. It, I mean, he, he's good quarterback, leads his team in rushing. Like, all that matters. You know what I'm saying? It does. They're going to have to run the ball this week for sure, too. New England? Well, yeah, you know, at the short I, week. I, I don't lie, dog. When I watch this, the Patriots, y- you guys can't tell me. <laughs> I watched the games. That last yeah. game was different for him, but y'all can't tell me how great this coach is. When I watch the game, <laughs> I don't, I, I don't Bark, see it. Barking on the wrong tree, Teddy. Yeah, they look we, as we, we, we all look we as both basic agree with you. It's possible. So my, this, all, yeah. I, and I just want to ask these these Belichick fans, like, yo, well, if he's that great, like I say, and it was all it was mostly him than Tom. They don't look nothing like that when Tom was there. They look way yeah. different. Yeah, like you saying they so should win championships still, huh? When, when, you got to coach when, when your Mac, personnel, Shady. Yo, when Mac when Mac Jones was throwing that ball like that, 
everybody in the world was surprised. Like, it was a career talk, high for him. But hold up, they talk about how he develops talent. Who's he developing? I don't see nobody uh, developing. I, I think he's the worst draft picker in history. Now, draft honestly, picks. this last draft, we actually he picked some dogs like yep, Jack Jones cool. and Marcus Jones. They some dogs. Like, and I, I'm actually mad that they went to that that damn team because I feel like they're gonna ruin them. <laughs> I just feel like like Matt Jones, Matt, Mac Jones, to me don't I don't see nothing special about him. They they yeah. always they do well with getting home much running backs. They just run the ball, right? Yeah. Um, but then they go to other teams and they be okay. They be regular, right? <laughs> they be they be regular, I, shady. I, I just I just can't see like where all the hype gets at. They make they make mental mistakes too. I was yeah. jumping on sides. Trent Brown was jumping on sides every other game. Full right. start. Full start. So I just usually don't see that. You usually don't see that from a New yeah, England team you, either. You used Man. to not see that. But they so cool. They so coach well. He's the greatest coach of all time. I just can't see it. I just don't see it. Where's it at? That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it, it's it's tough. Um, again, they threw for like Mac Jones threw for 382. Like oh, I didn't see that coming at all. And I, granted, the Vikings defense they got some injuries. Cam Dantzler at corner is out. Um, Andrew Booth, their second round pick is out. Uh, Duke Shelley started. He had some issues, but. The middle of the field, they like Mac Jones was chopping over. Like Nelson Aguilar was wide open for a forty-five yard touchdown and split the safeties. Like Aguilar, Yo, <laughs> Aguilar. And, 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 and oh, another thing about this dude, I just, it drives me crazy because they give all the credit to him about the defense. All them defensive players they got over there, none of them dudes was developed. They came in there already. They hot. definitely came there. <laughs> What's that? McCordy, McCordy was the cornerbacks. The cornerbacks he develops the cornerbacks. I will what, say that. Where, well, where? well John, Jonathan Jones and Jack Jones, they Name were Name me some cornerbacks. Jason Jackson. He, he getting burnt left and right. <laughs> That's this year. He was hurt, too. Um, what's what's the other dude that went to Tennessee? Malcolm Butler? Malcolm Butler, yeah. So, he did good. I mean. Yeah. But listen. I mean, like, I'm, a, I'm saying. And, and he got lucky to get them. They were undrafted guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's, let's go this year, though. All them dudes yeah. they got, they paid for them dudes. Well, no, no, not this year. From, um, from uh, Jalen Mills is the only one. Hold up. No, no. Yeah. Mills. Duggar, no, no, they, Duggar was drafted. Duggar was drafted. Jack Jones was. Jonathan Jones was as well. Jonathan and Jones Marcus was. Jones. And Marcus Jones. Oh, uh, 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 what's the, what's the D, the D tackles? Get the, the D, the D and get on the sacks. You talk, oh, yeah. Um, you're talking about Judon. He was definitely paid Judon for. Judon paid for. Josh Uche was drafted. Gacho came from Miami. Miami. Rayquan McMillan came from Miami. Come on. So it was like. Lawrence Guy, too. Baltimore. Come on. I mean, I'm never wrong. I'm never wrong. That's that's, that's part of the evaluation. Last thing, oh. Last thing, oh. When the last time you seen the Patriots spend that much money on defense? I'll wait. No, 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 they no. had they had to do it this last year. You know why? It they was had a year. It, it was a year. That COVID that. year, they was getting cooked. They was getting nah, cooked nah, left nah, and nah, right. You know why they had to? Tommy ain't they there. They ain't got Tom Brady. Hey, Tom Brady ain't. They look, they look regular without Tom Brady. When you ever see the, the Patriots being a regular team? Patriots when they don't schedule, have Tom Brady. Patriots are schedule. Oh, shit. We, damn. We got that. <laughs> I played the league. Now you like, oh, that's a dub. Huh? When I played the league, damn, we got the Patriots. All right, yo, yo, this week, y'all strap, that, y'all strap it on this week. Like, you already know sleep. what it is. We're going to eat healthy. We ready this week. We ready. Now <laughs> it's like, oh, we got the Patriots. <laughs> That's what teams are saying, Shady. Oh, we got you the know Patriots. that. Come on, man. I yo, I ain't never know people to bet against the Patriots. Everybody want to bet against the Patriots. So everybody betting against them right now. What, what, are, they, what are they six? What are they six and five? Six and five, and they got the Bills I'm, I'm, uh, tomorrow. You betting against them? I'm, bet, 
every week. So I, I think the right now the lines jump between four and a half, five points. Wait, yeah, Against yeah, the spread yeah, the last ten, though, the Bills are five, four, and one. What are you talking about? Talking about are they are they the last place in the uh conference? In our in you talking on the East? Yeah. I mean, but it's the East, everybody's like three three games above five hundred. That's not that wasn't the question. Yeah, the they are. Are they last? They are. The, wait, oh, you a Miami guy? We ever were you ever in that division, AFC East, for the Patriots being last place? I stated uh, this a long time ago. People didn't want to leave. Ago, believe me. Before Brady, life before Brady. Years ago, I, I'm, hey yo, that's see, that's my top, my talking topic now. I didn't know yeah. that. When the last time you had the Patriots <laughs> last place? Eighteen years ago, before Brady. Because wow. even when he got hurt, what was it in 08, they still won like yeah, 10 they, or 11 games. They 11, 11 and 5, yep. That's crazy. They didn't make the playoffs at 11 to 5. That's disgusting. Well, Dolphins beat them out. Dolphins is a damn Wildcat, huh? Yep. <laughs> the Wildcats took off. That playoff shit was like. Yeah. Dang, I mean, so, so hey, Shady, you think they lose to the Bills? It's over with for them trying to get in the playoffs this year? They're going to be 6 and 6. Yeah. And then listen, the, 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 the Bills ain't taking this game lightly. They own two in the division. Yeah, they, I was about to say they haven't won a game in the division. And, and honestly, last a, year they lost. A, they lost in Gillette last year. Listen, you are gonna see a a a, 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 um, a desperate Bills team. They need a but win, they kinda bro. Been, they they, they banged win. up too, though. Right now, Shady. They banged up. Well, Watch Dion's this. out this game, and Vaughn. Josh is in. Josh been throwing yeah. picks. And, see, that's <laughs> the thing, though. This is why when I'll be arguing about the quarterbacks and, I, and I'm tough on Jimmy G, is because when things like this happen with football, there's injuries. Injuries is happening. Your best left tackle's out. Your best yeah. defensive player is out. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. Who, who going to drive us to win this game? Who's going to be? And who going to elevate us to put us over the top? And who going to elevate us to win this game get, and Josh will do that? Initial, getting yeah. back to the initial conversation, that's exactly what the MVP is and what that player should do. He should elevate the level of his team, mm, which is why correct. I think that Teron Armstead, you you know how I feel about Teron Armstead. I think yeah. he's he's the pillar and the cornerstone of that offensive line. If if Miami does not have him, it is a disaster of an offense. I thought, I thought that, he's playing. But, Wait, is he playing this week? Yeah, but when, when your coach says as long as he doesn't hurt the team, we'll put him out there. That lets you know, Shady, that it's damn. I was yeah. saying all, all week. First versus Nick Bosa too. Oh, he no, playing. Bosa's oh. on the other side. So it, it so. Well, no, nah, well he brushes on both sides though. Yeah, he's not gonna rush on his side this week. You know how that is. I, I JJ, would if he banged up. He got a torn yeah, yeah, that's the right. JJ Rock. That's the JJ uh, Watt rule. I watched yeah, Russ against Russ against when the, JJ the was on his good. prime. When he was in his prime, <laughs> he would get Jason Peters one time. That's when JP was Jason Peters for yeah. Eagles. They had a little stalemate, right? He said, All right, "I'm going to the other side." He went <laughs> the other side, and I'm like, "Damn, you supposed to be JJ Watt?" And Peters said, "Bring your A back on this side," and he yeah. never did. Perfect example, right? Uh, the Cowboys just played the Giants. Andrew Thomas is having a Pro Bowl year. Michael Parsons said, I only want to rush against him because I heard he's the best. Two-piece, extra crispy. Ooh. I like that. I I, you want to see best that. versus I, best, I man. I don't combine that, though. I like that move, but I watched other move against uh, Trent Williams. He mm-hmm. went over there, and he, he, got, he ain't go over there no more. <laughs> so, hey, what you say, Shady? is levels to this. Trent is in a different yeah, caliber. Like, but but I like Trent ain't Parsons, human. Parsons, is, he he go at it. I, I love Parsons. He go at it. Yeah, he and said, then I he tweeted. He's the best he said, guy I want to line said, up over there. He said, "I heard they said he was the best. I was on his side of the field the whole game. 
I yeah, said, that's oh. what I'm talking about. You talking about Andrew Thomas? He said he's the best, so that's why I want to line up over there. I said, I love that dog. Hi, everyone. This is Hope Solo, host of Hope Solo Speaks, a serious XM podcast. The biggest sporting event in the world is upon us, and we decided to do something unique. All throughout the tournament, I'll be bringing on great female soccer players from all over the world to discuss what's going on in the men's games. With new episodes every week, all the way through the finals, it's analysis you won't get anywhere else. Hope Solo Speaks is available on the SXM app with all of our trials and popular plans or wherever you get your podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. On May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. I stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10th. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Welcome back to I Am Athlete. Tonight, I am your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my guys, Omar Kelly and LaShawn Shady McCoy, and the coaching uh, carousel in college football is starting to figure itself out. UAB football program is reportedly going outside the box with its next head coach, kind of following the Jeff Saturday playbook. The Blazers are expected to hire former NFL quarterback Trent Dilford, a man with zero coaching experience, at the collegiate level to run their program. According to ESPN, a deal reportedly has, hasn't been finalized, but is expected to come to terms in the next few days. Now, Difford coached four seasons at Lipscomb Academy and has a record of 42 and 10. He also ran the Elite 11 Academy for years, mentoring college football's young quarterbacks like Tua Tungabaloa and Trevor Lawrence. Now, the UAB job was open due to the retirement of head coach Bill Clark, who announced in June he was stepping away from the program in June due to back issues. Offensive coordinator Brian Vincent stepped in as the school's interim coach, and they went 6-6 six and six this year with a berth in the Bahamas Bowl. Omar Kelly, is this a good move for UAB? A good look for a former NFL player to, you know, just become a head coach coming straight out of high school, essentially, even though, you know, you know, we talked about the Elite 11 Academy that he's had for years. But do you think it's a good hire by UAB? I absolutely do. I think Trent Dilfer is one of the best quarterback analyzers and developers in the game right now. Um, if you look at what what this generation of young coaches um go from Ken Dorsey to um, you know, Minnesota's coaches, um, um uh I forget what his name is. Minnesota's head coach Kevin O'Connell. Kevin O'Connell. Um, you go to the Dallas Cowboys offensive coordinator. This this next generation of of coaches is gonna be former quarterbacks, and I think Trent Dilfer, even though he doesn't have experience, I think his experience with the elite eleven camps, his experience on the high school level, his experience evaluating 
players from from the the ESPN ranks and from the media ranks. I think it'll all benefit him. I I th- I, I love the hire. To be honest with you, what do you think about the hire, Shady? I mean, I, I don't mind it. Yeah. Um, um, I think he'll do good. He's a smart, dude. You can tell the way he analyzes the game, uh, the way he talks on on TV. Um, yeah, you know, and he's well, you know, you yeah, UAB is an interesting school because they had one year had to shut down the football program and then they brought it back, put more money into the program, built a new stadium. I remember playing them in college because they were in Conference USA and that stadium was god awful. So they put some more money into that program. They're going to bring in a big name and like Trent Dilford. And they've routinely competed at a, a decent level. They've always had a couple of players go get drafted, especially at the defensive line yeah, position. Absolutely. So uh, a few receivers here and there have been drafted. So, I mean, I, I like it. Again, uh, I think this is a new way of, you know, not only just colleges, but maybe even the NFL thinking outside the box. We saw what happened with Jeff Saturday coming from, you know, ESPN getting the head interim job with the coach Trent Dilfred, who's had the experience at the high school level. Um, again, record of 42 and 10 is nothing to sneeze at, even if it is at the high school level, because, you know, the attention span for high school kids is a lot worse than it is in college. So, again, I think it comes down to just can you be a leader of men? And obviously he's been able to coach young men in high school and the Elite 11 Academy that he does. Um, so I think it's a decent hire. Hugh Freeze is going to Auburn. Now, Hugh Freeze has officially returned to the SEC as Auburn's head football coach. He's getting another chance. He wasn't sure would ever come after his self-inflicted downfall at Ole Miss and some of the questions that have followed his successful yet turbulent career. Now, Freeze, who's only had one losing season in 12 years as the head coach, resigned at Ole Miss in 2017 and weeks leading up to a preseason practice. Hughes, uh, Hugh Freeze's deal at Auburn is for six years will pay him $6.5 million per year. One of the first things Freeze did upon arriving on campus Sunday night was meet with Cadillac Williams, the Tigers' former star running back who had become the interim coach for the final month of the season. Cadillac Williams will stay on as Auburn's associated head coach and running back coach. Let me ask you this, Omar Kelly. Do you think Freeze did the right thing? And I think maybe Auburn didn't give him a chance either way, but uh, and and making sure that Cadillac Williams stayed on because that team really turned things around when he once he became interim coach and almost became bowl eligible, you know, in that the Iron Bowl versus uh, Alabama to really turn things around. So you think this beat was my, the right move by Hugh Freeze? You said what? They beat him by 20. They did, but the game was close. It got ugly at the end. Oh, I didn't know 20. Okay, I guess you're 20. It got ugly at the end, Shady. It was, it was a game until the end. <laughs> Listen, um, I'm not a big fan of the Hugh Freeze hire. I think, you know, mm. I, I, I'm not Dang. sure that he's really, you know, a couple of years at Liberty, you've started your penance to society based on, you know, and, and that's the thing, leading men, running a clean program at Auburn. I mean, I understand there's no need to run a clean program anymore because we've got NIL deals and kids can get paid, but I'm sorry, you're a repeat violator. Um, mm. Morality is, is, is a big question mark considering, you know, you, you, you basically had to resign because you, you, you had a steady diet of escorts um Auburn like think about Auburn think about Auburn and Alabama these schools and 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 these this culture it's it's a bad fit for me uh, you know like the fit but I think that's part of the reason why Cadillac Williams was retained um I think Auburn probably didn't give Hugh Freeze an opportunity you know any say so in that right because 
One, he was, I believe, an All-American at Art Auburn. Was uh was he what was Shady? Was he the number one pick or number two pick in the draft? Number I think it was he three, two, three, Alex two or Smith, three. Yeah, yeah, Yo, you needed two three, or three could, in the three, draft. Ronnie Brown went two, two, yeah, so good? three. You thought y'all thought you thought he was good as a running back? No, I think Ronnie Brown was a good running back in the league. You thought Ronnie Brown was a good running back? No, yeah. okay, you don't yeah. think so? Nah, they they didn't have that shady the shady ability. But everybody, I Shady think everybody was supposed to have his career. I know every no, I was, Shady does think everybody's supposed to have his career and ability. I didn't say that. I didn't, this guy's just better than me. I was just saying he had better careers than me. I was just asking you that he was good. That's all I asked. No, hold on, hold on, Omar. Shady just opened up. What running backs were better than you in the league, Shady? Adrian Peterson. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Good answer. Barry, Barry Sanders. Frank Gore. Even with your longevity compared to his. Barry Sanders, yeah, he's better than me, man. LaShawn McCoy is better than Bo Jackson. <laughs> hello, hello. That's only t- guys I can think of. Oh, you know what's yeah. better than me? <clears throat> uh, Lademi Thomason. Oh, that's a good one. You're not, you're not gonna put Frank. I, I really was gonna ask why you were Mar- playing, but you said you said Mar- AD already. Marshall Falk. I keep it real about myself. Marshall Falk was better than I was too. Okay. What about Emmett? Ooh. I'm gonna I'm uh, I'm give Emmett his respect. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, we're just about to go viral. The, the pause and hesitation. <laughs> Big pause and hesitation. Yeah, I mean, go ahead, Shady. Yeah. Shady, he had the best old line in football. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> no I, just, I said him is better than I am. He's better than me. He had the most. That's why I love most, my guy. He's going to keep it real no matter what. He got the most yards. I, I gave him in his. But guess what? That's what it. Oh, you know what's funny? What about yeah, Marcus yeah, Allen? Mark, he was a fullback. Crazy. <laughs> wow. The coach never disrespect me like that. Yeah, what about OJ? I got OJ. Mm. No, nah, I mean, I got him in all the like, numbers and everything. I mean, was, you know what I mean? Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. But, 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 oh, listen, Jim Brown. What? Jim Brown. I'm respect the OG, but like, come on, man. He's the only black. <laughs> Matt, yo, yo, real talk. I might even be funny, but. Yo, imagine playing a game. You the only black guy. Like, pff, what you think that's gonna look like? Yo, you gonna be, you gonna be shaking, dude, stopping, running. Yo, right? Y'all look real quick. Oh my God, you supposed to get busy, yo, huh, Shady? Hey, yo, yo, Walter ever, Payton, Shady. Ooh, Walter Payton, sweetness. Yo, hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick. You ever grow up and like, and you got the city league, and you got like the little white leagues? Yo, yeah. You ever like watch? Like, look, if you're, if you like that one black kid. He terrorizing the white kids, right? <laughs> so, so you put him with the other black kids, man. He be regular, like oh, <laughs> oh. It was Jim Brown till he played with the blacks. Oh, get out of here! What's your, Bro, he what's was your a next? fool, man. Now nah, you ever see that though? I was watching my yeah. son play, man. This kid, he was like, he was like LeBron, Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Like, dang, he won't ever play the other brothers, man. He was throwing he him regular, slamming them. <laughs> Oh man, this is a- sweetness. Yeah, sweetness, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, wait, wait, oh, wait, 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 no, no, wait. He passed away, right? Rest yeah. in peace, right? Yeah, yeah. I, oh yeah. no, I don't. I don't talk. He not here. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna. You know, talk about. It. I ain't gonna argue. I ain't gonna say who's better. Yeah, well, this is I am athlete tonight. I am your host, Lige. Dudes, but with my guy, anybody else, anybody else, anybody else, better. Any any anybody you want to think of. Uh. You know what I mean? Warren, Warren, uh, Dunn, all them dudes. Oh, work done? Yeah, all yeah, them, nah. all, Anybody else. Sean Alexander, anybody else. Anybody else. Ooh. Anybody else. 
Terrell da- oh, he, Shady feels a way about Terrell Davis, so you don't want to say Terrell Davis. <laughs> That's the wrong name for Shady. You don't want to hear Shady on, talk man. about that. Like, stop. What? I, yo, I don't know a running back that's not good in that Shannon Hemp system. I can't even mm. think of that. They keep saying, oh, McCaffrey and Mitchell's not playing. They, they'll be they'll be fine. They'll fight <laughs> they somebody put, there. They're going to put Price back there. They uh, third-round pick. He's going to get yeah, busy. Yeah, put him back. Put him back. It'll be all right. <laughs> I keep it real. I, I, listen, I'm a real football fan. I love my running backs. Yeah. I just keep it a 1,000. Mm. And I don't like feel no type of way when I see these year. dudes like, Yo, you know what? Yo, we talked about confidence with, with Tua and his coach. That's what it's about. If you know who you are, can't nobody tell you nothing about yourself. You feel me? Mm. Yeah, y'all talking to a dude when he was at Pitt. He was over there on the Pittsburgh Steelers side said, yo, I'm about to be here. I might as well know what it feel like. You know what I'm yo, saying? Yo, 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 you heard about that story? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yo, I used to be at the Steelers. Tomlin, Tomlin told the story. Yo, my, I, yo, I, 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 I just think of myself as I don't know what I be thinking, but look, <laughs> I mean, so st- the Steelers and the and the Panthers, we share the same facilities, but yeah. it's a wall in between. You know what I mean? You got the Steelers, you got the, the Pittsburgh College team. Yeah. Man, I used to be like, you know what? I used to go to go past, walking past the security guest uh, desk, to the whole McCoy. You, we can't go past our Steelers. I said, listen, man, you don't think I'm gonna be here next year? I might be here next year, man. <laughs> I got. I said so I'm out of here. So I would, I would walk past. They were trying to stop me. One time I was in the hot tub chilling, yeah. and uh, and um, Mike uh, T came in there, right? Yeah, yo, yo, what up? I got used <laughs> to this shit. I'm gonna be here. You're like, dog. what you doing in here, man? Yeah, I'm a, look, I'm gonna be here. I got used to this. You know what I mean, yo, y'all had Mendehall. Yeah, he said I'm gonna be. I might as well see what it feel like, bro. They, they had Mendehall. You don't think I'm gonna be here? He, he here? Oh, I'm gonna be God. up in here, man. Listen, where the, look, look, I was like, yo, where the trainers at? Because I'm going to need to know how they, how they tape. I need to see how they tape in the league. That was a crazy <laughs> yeah. bug, dog. Yo, shit. I can't, I can't believe Tomlin said that, though. Yeah, he said, he was like, yo, this dude was in the hot tub just chilling. <laughs> yo, yo, what up? Yo, what up, Big Ben? Ain't yeah. shit. I'll see you later. Yo, yo, yo I had one time I had lunch with Palomalu, dog. I was yeah. so excited. He didn't even say nothing. At, at, he probably, he, I was say, he probably ain't say that, uh. I'm sitting there like this dude ain't gonna talk to me. Like he don't talk, but he don't really talk. Yeah, that's good memory though. Good memory. You know, that's crazy. Yeah, 18, 19 um, years old. Yeah, we'll talk about some other coaches real quick. Matt Rule is going to Nebraska Monday. Luke Fickle oh, is going to is Wisconsin. He, oh, Nebraska. I, yeah, yeah, he went to Nebraska Monday. So he to college. Bad job. Yeah, he getting getting paid too. He's gonna be that, the third highest paid coach in the Big Ten. No, he's gonna do good. Job. No, no, it's not. He, he he is gonna be good. Come on, he's a great get, college coach, bro. He's a great guy to go to Nebraska. You can't get guys to go to Nebraska. I'm sorry. He will. He'll get. And but it, even if he don't, he gonna get those guys to play just like at Temple. He gonna get those type of guys yep. that play hard and believe in the system. And they what, go what out about there the and second tier dudes though? Oh, like you you. So you you go to Nebraska? You can't go to Ohio State. I got you. Yeah, bro. On, it's Nebraska. Man. I, I I don't understand how it's hard I, to get out there, but he, he gonna he gonna find some guys to come out there. They paying cats I, now. Levante yeah, Davis they went to Nebraska. Now. They gonna get cats to go out there. You gotta think. And they got money going to, to play Texas around. A&M. Who who else? Yo, so wait, is uh my man from Ole Miss? Is he leaving? Uh no, Lane. Remember he, they were thinking he was going to Auburn, but he signed an extension with um Ole Miss to stay there. Can we talk about the main coach? Is Deion Sanders leaving? We talking about that next, bro. You you putting the horse before the carriage, or the carriage before the horse? <laughs> he, he said, "Come on, man. You know, prom. I always got attention. There ain't nothing to me. I love, I love him, though. 
Yeah, well, actually, we're talking about Matt Rule. He was actually on Mad Dog Sports Radio uh, talking about going to Nebraska yesterday. He was with uh, um, Dusty and Danny on Mad Dog Sports Radio. We'll go to that clip and hear from Matt Rule himself. Getting the right people on board, um, both coaching staff, the administrative staff, and players. You know, you have to have the right people. Uh, you know, find a collective purpose, a common purpose. I mean, we all want individual success and accolades and there's nothing wrong with, hey, I want to make money, I want to do this. But at the end of the day, uh, we all have to also care about the team. And then you have to just really, really, really work hard. When I look at Nebraska, and we're going we're gonna to be engaged in the transfer portal, and we are going to be engaged in high school recruiting, and we're going to try to go find the best players that want to be here for the right reasons. Yeah, there you go, Omar. Listen, he already let you know. Ain't, ain't he nobody, going to that transfer portal. Ain't nobody trying to be there. Ain't yeah. nobody trying to go to Nebraska. I've, yeah. I've, I've covered so many guys who came from South Florida and they went to Nebraska because that was their best offer, and they all regretted it. Now, Dang. best of luck to them. I felt like Matt Rule could have done TV or waited for a better situation. Auburn made a mistake not going after him. And mm. hey, mm, it I is what that. it is. If, if you're gonna if you're gonna take a bag, take a bag. I, I do believe that Matt Rule is a good coach. I just think he took a bad job. Yeah, Luke Fickle from Cincinnati is going to Wisconsin. I actually was surprised last year. Uh, last year after they busted oh, down they, the they college football the playoff. They, wait, they got yeah. Of, well, Jim uh, Leonard was the remember he was the interim coach. I actually thought they were going to give him the job. So well, it'll be why, interesting to see where he lands. Why did Cincinnati coach leave? Well, I mean, Wisconsin getting more money. I think he's getting like six point five million now. <laughs> oh, I don't blame him. Yeah, Mad- Madison's actually it's a college town, but it's actually a decent sized city. So it, it'll oh, be interesting God. to see, you know, what happens one with Cincinnati because they're like UCF. They're leaving and going to the Big Twelve now. So do they just it's, fall it's, off the it's, face? Is Ohio State coach is he getting fired? Yo, that's crazy to even Stop talk it. about. This dude has lost like four games in like five years, and they What's are really mean? like people have really been What's talking that? about getting this mean? dude fired. What's that mean? You lose to the rival, that don't, don't mean nothing, huh? Yo, you know why? I'm tired of every year y'all, have, y'all got all the top recruits, all the top prospects in the field. Y'all get them all. <laughs> Soon we get to the big games, you don't win. College, but college the, crazy, about, the crazy thing is he was winning that until the last two years. Man, college ain't about – when's the last night championship? Ohio State. Dak Prep, when uh, Urban Zeke. was there, right? 2015, so not that long ago. Was that when Zeke was there? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so let me say it again. College football is not about wins and losses at big universities. It's about championships. Yeah, they had Cardell Jones, our teammate. So my thing is this, bro. Y'all got all the top prospects every year. Can we get a chip? It's Ohio State. Every team on the NFL got a dog from Ohio State on their team somewhere. Yeah, We can't get them championships. Bama ain't the same no more. They can't. They didn't get all the best players no more. They they look way different now. So we're going to see the real Saban now. Okay. <laughs> I look with hard ball. It's like Belichick. It's the same tree, Omar. It's the same tree. Real quick. Real quick because we do got to get the break. One last time you've seen Alabama with no wide receivers. Hey, they this is the regular. first year I've seen that happen. That so, was crazy. So, so Michigan, Harbaugh got them boys playing. Who else is left? Now Tennessee's a good team? Bro. Yeah. Hot State that's go, the parody in college football when you play pay players. Man, it makes it even. Again, dudes. Ohio State is all the best players, and y'all in the weak yeah. Big Ten. Big Ten's weak and slow. Oh, why are we not getting no champion? Yo, my, my first big game, three touchdowns against Michigan. Or no, no, hundred eighty some yards. First, first, I'm, I'm a kid. They big as hell. They slow. Michigan State, <laughs> crazy work. They got some championships in there, man. 
I Am Athlete Tonight is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. Support I Am Athlete Tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete Tonight weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA Tonight Trial to start your free trial today. Sirius XM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.